Here we are, idiots on parade. We've got uh, the neat thing about using this stupid uh, Google chat, uh, Too Ugly for TV podcast, is uh, now uh, Jake and I don't have to travel to be. We, we started recording this thing. One of us would have to go to the other person's house, but now I can be in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where I am, and Jake can be in New York, where he is. Hi, Jake. Which is for, for Nate, because I, I didn't have a car the last couple months of that anyway so yeah, you sold it for, <laughs> that basically meant that, that he was driving for because yeah, you sold your car for meth money um you're... only 150 bucks so man it's uh the engine blew out so it wasn't worth very much <laughs> the, the neat thing about being in chattanooga i'll tell you this i don't know about the neat thing it's it's a beautiful city but uh they just got their first porn store and uh, I know it's their first. Nice. Congrats to Chattanooga, yes. man. And I know it's their first because they're, they're, for 30 miles, the final 30 miles driving into Chattanooga on the highway, all you see are fucking billboards advertising it. Chattanooga's first couple store, Allure, with videos and lingerie and toys. And I like how they call it an, a couple store, not a porn store, even though that's what it is. It's a porn store, but they're, they're advertising it for couples in love that want to spice up their relationship yeah you gotta you gotta bring it in soft for people man if they got a problem with it you know it's like it's kind of like how you can in some places find escort services in the phone book or on online or, or whatever i mean it's kind of the same thing but i think that just shows how far behind the times chattanooga is like not not only because most people have had these forever but like i think porn stores themselves are kind of on the verge of not like necessarily being completely done with but like everybody gets their porn on the internet now man so like they're opening day one that's that would be like opening a horse and buggy store your town's first horse and buggy store like two years after henry ford invented the car man yeah i mean that would that's that's brutal, man. I mean, it's I, I, that's like buying a blockbuster right now. That's <laughs> that's rough. That's a good point. I don't. Under, I mean, I I actually I didn't phrase it like that because that's pretty fucking funny. But I had the same thought. I'm like, maybe it is for the lingerie or for dildos because, I mean, then again, people can still buy their dildos on Amazon. I'm assuming or other web services, so they don't have the shame in you know certain areas. If that you're the kind of person to feel shame. And like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm buying a dildo. I'll just do it online so I can be anonymous. So, yeah, I don't know why we need uh, mortar, brick-and-mortar stores for this kind of stuff anyway. Well, that's the thing. With, with the dildo, you really would want to know, like, <laughs> you know, the texture, how big it is. I'm just saying. No, I wouldn't want to know. Like, I wouldn't want to just read the advertisement and, and be like, oh, it's it's perfect, huh? feels just like a real one, does it? Like, you know. <laughs> that is such a good point. I want to take a lick. I want to, you know. Shove a pinky in there, you know, that kind of thing. I suppose the same thing with a pocket pussy, but then again, is it like shoes? Do you yeah. try them on? Do you get to fuck the pocket pussy for a minute? The, do you put on a condom in the store? Like you have to put on one of those like store socks if you're wearing sandals to, to try on a shoe. Do you have to put on a condom and, you know, you put your dick in the pocket pussy and go, ah, I think I want one a little smaller. Can I have the Asian model? You know, you gave me Amazon woman. You gave me a... Brigitte, yeah. you gave me Brigitte Nielsen. I want, uh, I want it's Lucy Lurie. It's, <laughs> it's got teeth in it. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, actually, funny, funny. You should ask about trying them. I was watching a show that had that. Oh, that Doctor Laura something. The, the the really old Schlesinger, the cunt that. Uh, oh no. Uh, Schlesinger is not a sex doctor either. Ruth, uh, Doctor Ruth. Uh, yeah, Doctor Ruth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and she was saying to try out like a vibrator to tell if it's right for you because I mean you can't just you know 
go to town with it in the store or whatever. And if, if they do let you do that, you probably don't want that vibrator or whatever. Unless they know, have like a perfume where they have tester perfumes where it's just, it says tester on it or cologne where you, yeah. So they have a tester dildo where you just, you know, like you take the, the floor model and you shove it in you or you fuck and then you put it back yeah. on the shelf and buy the one in the box. <laughs> but even then, what a, what a sorry ass way to get VD. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I got VD from an, an inanimate object. Like that's sad. You know, you would be the saddest person at the free clinic the next day but uh no she said you take the vibrator and you put it right underneath that cleft in the middle of your nose that like right in the yeah. middle underneath the nose okay um, and you hold it there and if the vibrator's like way too strong then you don't want that one and you know like whatever feels the best right underneath your nose um so you turn it on right and like, let it vibrate there you're like you know like yeah man you hold it there all right <laughs> <laughs> it was actually really funny. I think it was on an episode of Conan, and there was some big, like, one of those pro wrestler guys that came out before, and so he was still sitting there, and he, she was, like, holding this vibrator underneath the dude's nose. He was he was, he was, was just weirded out because she came out with, like, a whole bag full of sex toys, and she's, like, this little old lady, and she's next to this giant, this seven-foot-tall yeah. just beast. And he's just like visibly uncomfortable by the whole thing. I think he and and just freak it out. It was funny as hell. Westheimer is that her name? Doctor Ruth Westheimer is that right? I think it might be, man. I haven't actually seen her show. Oh, she was she was. I just I've seen her around on different things. You know, she was huge in the 1980s. That's that's where she got her popularity. Was was being you know the the old Jewish. Well, she wasn't old, yeah. old then, but you, so that's a sad thing um, about New York. Yeah, she's like in her 70s or something now, yeah. like 60s or 70s, 70s, I think. She's, she's pretty old. Yeah. See, that's the sad thing about uh, you right now in New York. Like, um, um, you you live in New York now, as we've mentioned a couple times in the past few weeks. Uh, and, and I got to go there on the cusp right before Giuliani destroyed Times Square. Uh, I don't know if you heard stories or remember, but Times Square used to be just this beautiful market of of sin and uh, awfulness where there were hookers everywhere and people selling drugs and yeah. nothing but porn yeah. stores. And like before Disney brought in the Lion King, they, they were porn theaters and I, I would walk around and like people just selling shit everywhere. And now you show up and it's like, hey, family friendly yeah, no, I think one of the attractions there should be like a time machine where you can go back 20 years or whatever. But uh, no, I it does disappoint me because, yeah, I mean, that, that used to be something kind of like unique, man. That used to be something cool. And now the thing is like crammed and like most of the people there are new like myself or tourists or whatever. And it's just like it's not anything interesting now. They're just walking around going – Hey, look, they got McDonald's and Burger King and Toys R Us, all the stuff we have back home except for three times as much. Take a picture, you know? Like, <laughs> three times the we price. We got a bunch of, look, big screens with commercials. You know those things that you click through on the laptop, you know, that, that piss you off every time they pop up when you're trying to stream something from the site? Well, it's those, but on a much bigger screen. And you're standing and picture. watching them. You're not even yeah. in the comfort of your own home. I, uh, but you said, I think you said they still have like a, uh, a strip club or two. So you, didn't you tell me the other week it was like, uh, oh, McDonald's, Burger King, Toys R Us, No, titties. no, no, even better. Even better. There wasn't a strip club. Here's what it was. This was like the one thing that 
I totally just loved about it. Um, I was walking through, and yeah, man, they they have all these people that they they hire to dress like comic book characters and Disney characters, and they just walk around like you're at Disneyland and wave and you know take pictures with you and that kind of thing. But then in the middle of all that, there was like a couple of strippers just kind of there, man, <laughs> just like painted up right out there on the street. And, and one of them, I mean, they, you know, they were both in their underwear. One of them was wearing only like a G-string, you know, and that's it, man. She just had body paint over her tits, man. And, I mean, it was bare-breasted. And so it was awesome. There's all these little kids that these tourists took there because they're like, oh, they have the Lion King now, but right in the middle – there's like a couple of strippers. And so I want to try to get pictures of it. Just the strippers with like kids walking by. Cause there's kids walking right by these like naked women, man. It's awesome. That's fun. I, uh, I just thought of this. Uh, remember, I'm going to try and tell this really fast. So it's not boring. But, uh, when I went there and, uh, saw the strip clubs, we went to a peep show, which I don't even know if those exist anymore. Do, do you know what a peep show is? It, ain't it where, where there's like a glass booth and there's like a girl behind yeah. it and you, you pay and you just, for so long? you just watch yeah, okay. her. So, I've, I've never been to okay, one. Okay, so yeah. we went to one. I've seen them on TV and such. Yeah, I went, to, I went with a couple friends and we went into a peep show. And so the one we went to was um, a semicircle. The, the, you, the, the, the stage was in the center and you were on the outer ring. And you put in your tokens and the visor would go up and they're... they're, they're wasn't a glass barrier. So the visor would go up and the girls would walk over and talk to you and you'd, you know, like bargain like so much to f see their tits or something. But it, so it wasn't even like exotic stripping. It was just, they would stand there like, you want to see my tits? So one of the guys I went with, uh, his name was Michael and he was this like six foot two, three or four handsome black man and just charming as all shit. And I don't know how he did this, but it's the funniest thing I will probably ever see in my life is he got a blowjob through the visor hole. Like, he put in all his tokens, and the girls came over, and he started talking to them. Oh, wow. And they, whatever he did, you know, he, he was able to position himself so he could fit his dick through the visor hole. And I look over, and he's getting a blowjob from one of the peep show girls. And I'm just oh, like, that's awesome, man. I'm like, how <laughs> the fuck do you do that? Because normally it's like 10 bucks and you can maybe touch my tit, you know, 20 bucks and maybe I'll let you finger me for a second, which are all things you want to do when you're 18 because it seems cool. But, you know, when you get older, you're kind of like, that's kind of gross, actually, unless you're yeah. old and perverted. But, you know, to have your friend get blown in public at a peep show was, I mean, I just thought it was kind of there's, funny. There's probably a lot of wangs that have been through that, that hole too. I would imagine. Know? Like I'm guessing, I'm guessing if he was able to woo the, the, the young peep show girls, you know, well, with only a few seconds of dialogue, but here's the thing. I'm guessing he's not the only one, you know? Well, he didn't pay them. Usually it's you, you pay. And, and that's why I say woo, because he, you know, he didn't throw a hundy in there and say, Hey, I want you to lick my balls. He was just talking to him and, and like charmed him into it. That's why I tried to say that he was handsome and charming. Like I don't know what he said, but he got a freebie. Dude, I'll bet he said that he was a, a movie producer and asked if they wanted to try out break into yeah, you, you know, legitimate movies and stuff like that. And you're like, fuck yeah, that's why I got into porn. Come <laughs> on, stick it through there, Mister Producer Man. Uh, so no, man. Actually, you, you know it's like the nastiest thing you'll ever see is like. Have you ever seen 
strippers at like a private show like like not like yeah, in a strip club one, but where I, people order strippers yeah i got i went to a, a bachelor party once only one bachelor party where where they brought a stripper and it was just awkward and i felt bad for her and like yeah all the guys are acting like idiots oh dude yeah the one i went to it was it was disgusting though man like i'm not even saying like degrading like because you know like that's her job man yeah. let's face it you know they didn't just coerce some you, you know church girl in there like now you know shit on this thing like no that's that's her job so like the whole degrading aspect like yeah i mean unless some of the guys are really acting bad which which they weren't i then yeah no i'm saying like just on a physical level it was like repulsive man because basically what ha oh there's a truck. Yeah, no, it's fine. You can keep going. For that to pass. No, it's already it, it made some noise and it's done. Okay, cool. But yeah, basically what happened was uh, there was there were some friends of mine years ago that had a house right by the the football stadium in Iowa City for for the Hawkeyes, and it was like the night before the opening game, so they were like, "Hey, we're having a huge kegger here, and we got a couple strippers." Well, we we get there and it's just in a basement and there's probably like 50 plus people there and, and so it's packed in there and so they bring these two strippers in and their manager, you know, which basically meant pimp because he kind of announced at the beginning like, hey, they're going to be stripping here and if you want some extra attention for a friend of yours, come up and talk to me yeah. afterwards. And, and so the they, pimp they and the muscle and, to make sure that nobody, you know, oh, yeah. you know does anything inappropriate. Right, right. And and so they you know, they start stripping all and there's no stage or nothing, keep in mind. This is in a basement, you know, on a on a bare concrete floor and you know, there there's just a bunch of people forming a circle and all that and they open this bag and they dump out all these dildos and there's only two of them. But there must have been like twenty plus dildos in there. I'm like, dude, there's no way they can use all these dildos. Like I don't know if they thought the world was gonna end and like the only currency in post-apocalyptia was gonna be rubber sex toys and things, but like there was just a, and there was like an episode of hoarders, you know, like a sex shop hoarder, basically. And uh, so they're they're doing stuff, but it was it was like gross shit. Like another thing that guy had said was, "Hey, we're you know you know after the show had been going on, but he's like we're doing." It was loud in there. I thought he said pooter shots. I turned to my friend. I said, what's a pooter shot? And he said, he didn't say pooter shot. He said cooter yeah, shot. Yeah, I figured I said, it out when you said what it. What the fuck is a cooter shot? And apparently they had, you know those test tube shots? That yeah, are like, yeah, 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 yeah. You see them. They're, they're shaped like test yeah, tubes. Yeah, waitresses, shots. cocktail waitresses. They were taking those. Yeah, yeah. They would like get on the floor, spread eagle, jam one of those in themselves, and the dudes would take the shot, like, right out of the, the strippers, you know, happy parts, man. Wouldn't it be easier if they did it on a table? Because that way they could at least arch their back and the guy could kneel in front of them and take the shot? They didn't care, See, man. See, now I'm just, thinking. Oh, I'm just thinking logistically. It's funny how you tell a story. Well, they didn't I... really have many tables down there. I mean, it was really... They didn't have a whole lot, man. It was, oh, I know. It was a just, basement, you know? I just think it's stupid that... Um, you tell a story about a guy doing a shot out of a woman, and the first thing I start thinking is logistics. That's that's how my fucking dumb brain works. Is well, wait a second, to get down on the floor would be. <laughs> I just See, sort of I was stupid. thinking the I, I was thinking more like cleanliness wise because I was like, dude, I don't have anything against vagina in general, man. But like, 
you don't know where she's been. actually no scratch you that do you know do where know where she's, she's been, been yeah man. and like you know down here doing this like you don't want to do that but it was gross like i made the mistake of wearing sandals to this thing which was a bad idea because uh at one point like you know, me and my friend are like a few rows back or, or whatever you know we're, we're just kind of hanging out but the strippers are down on the floor and so i can't see them there's people blocking me and people like i see this like commotion in front of me and then I feel this big splash on my on my feet, you know, and I'm, I, mean, I got flip flops. And so I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And people are getting out of the way. And I look down and down on the floor is one of the strippers like spread eagle. And another stripper has two crushed up bottles of water in her hands. And I'm just like, holy fuck, she just douched that other <laughs> stripper with bottles of water. And that ended up on my feet. And that's what they kept doing. They kept douching themselves with bottled water and squirting them on things. Well, see, cleanliness. And, cleanliness is godliness. After each shot, douche out. <laughs> no, whoever invented that term, like, there's a, there's a, and, and they wouldn't admit that. They would have been like, dude, that's, pause, pause, that's pause, the other pause, extreme. Pause, 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 uh, pause. You broke up. Uh, start from whoever invented that term. Count to two and then whoever invented that term. Okay. One, two, whoever invented that term would have taken back everything they had said about that cleanliness thing, and they would have thrown in some fine print right there, because, you, you know, people can take those words out of context, and I think that's what these two lovely ladies did, and I even saw one guy, like, lay down, and one of these girls got on top of him and, and like, sprayed bottled water all over him, man, and I was just like, dude, oh, you're going to get some kind of infection from that man it can't be good oh it sounds gross but she so she had, she had a little kegel control she put water in closed it up got on top of him and then let it release huh yeah yeah <laughs> that's what they were doing they were they they like themselves like and then just spit on whatever or whoever was dumb enough to get in front of them see and when i did the one at my the bachelor party i went to uh i I'm, it was one of those things where they kind of not forced me to lay on the floor, but they're like, Nathan's turn, Nathan's turn. And I'm like, I really don't like, cause she would do the same thing. Like you'd put a dollar bill on your nose and then she'd pick it up with her, you know, lady parts. And I'm like, yeah. like, like you said earlier, I, I am a straight heterosexual fella that enjoys me some vagina, but just not vagina that has been, you know, around the world. And then some, you know, when you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I, I love pizza too. But if I see a piece laying on the floor at a subway tracks, like I ain't picking that yeah. up. Like I'm not, <laughs> not eating that. It's been it's been rolled over with trains have rolled over that thing, man. People have walked on it. Yeah. I need those foot shoes well. So um How many trains have been ran on that girl's pizza and that guy <laughs> took it right in the face, man? Uh, so you uh you you have been uh you're getting – this is an awkward segue, but uh, we got about 10 minutes left, and you have uh, gotten an internship out there. You said you're going to move to New York and get yourself a job and start doing comedy, and uh, you, you got an internship, and instead of me telling uh, – giving a lead-in, why don't you just run from there? Tell, tell me and the four listeners about what's going on in your world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not like a like a full time job kind of deal. It's it's an internship, but it's it's good for experience, and it's it's something I I think is a good cause. It's called uh, WorldCan'tWait.net, 
basically what it is is it's 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 an anti-war organization. Uh, they they also support uh, did they other other progressive causes like uh, LGTB rights, uh, did, pro-choice rights, you know things like that. Did they get a, an enormous erection when you said you were a former uh, military? Did they love that when former military comes in to join their cause and say, "Holy shit, I, we see, got someone I, we can champion!" I, like, look, like fucking. Show a picture of you in uniform, and now you're anti-war. Do they do they get excited about that, or do you hide that? Do you do you, do you don't want to project I mean, that? I I kind of hid it because it's kind of a buzzkill. You know, I, yeah, man. I I don't I, I don't want to be one of those guys. That, yeah, look how much more my opinion matters because of yeah what I used to do for money. You know, and it's <laughs> it's just like uh, like a prostitute uh, coming hey, out and saying, no, prostitution should be illegal. I don't know. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what it's right, man. And and, and you know, because when I signed up, I, I I wasn't really political at all, and I just I did it for the money. You know, it was like delivering pizzas wasn't paying that well, and you know, I was just cynical. I was like, it's all bullshit anyway, and I'm either gonna give like a lot of my tax money to this shit, or I'm gonna get a lot of tax money for this shit, and so I'd rather be on the team that gets paid money. You know what yeah. I mean? But then I, I went over a couple times and, and I saw just what a big waste of tax dollars that shit is. And it's it just, you know, when we got so much else back here and, you know, also it's, it's not really helping those places long term. If you look at like Iraq and Afghanistan, it's, it's not like what we've done is, is switch those places around. Yeah. You know, they're not the new, Brooklyn of the Middle East, you know what I mean? Like we didn't go in and fix the place no, up. That'll never now, be a Brooklyn, you know, but people are. <laughs> we fucking try and turn them into the next uh, fucking Monte Carlo t- tourist destination. Build some casinos or something. <laughs> build some resorts in oh, Iraq and like even that would probably be an improvement. Travel yeah, I mean, to Iraq you know? and gamble yeah. and have fun. So uh, and that's why this whole thing. What well, that's why I got into this is this whole thing with Syria. They're talking about well, the guys using chemical weapons and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, but he, A, we, we're not going into other places where that stuff's going on. Like, yeah. why ain't we going into Africa and stuff like that? Why are we only going into places where, you, you know, there's some kind of oil a pipeline for one? Syria, it's, yeah. it's a pipeline that's important. Yeah, if, if you remember the 1990s, yeah. 500,000 people, I believe, if not more, in Rwanda were killed, and we just sort of sat back right. like, oh, yeah, that, that sucks. Do they have oil? Well, okay, well, that's... Yeah, it turns out what those people should have been doing, instead of asking the UN, they should have been digging in the ground hoping to fucking hit some oil, because we'd have been in there real quick, man. We would have decided this massacre cannot continue anymore. It's our moral obligation to go in there and coincidentally, you, you know, let our buddies join the oil here's the or, you know the, take the oil that kind of thing here's the thing i don't understand is uh, um you know everybody makes a big deal out of chemical weapons chemical weapons is like you can't use chemical weapons on your own civilians but you know go ahead keep dropping bombs on them you know it's like oh you killed well, yeah, 400 yeah. children or something like that which is fucking tragic and it's just awful and but at the same time like okay are you saying those 400 kids should have been killed by a rocket you know like how is that right. better well, yeah, and like we we gave a lot of chemical weapons to Saddam Hussein to use on Iran. So this this thing, oh look how moral we are. We don't like chemical weapons, bullshit. Unless we're the ones supplying them. I actually for our interests, man. I actually uh, read and heard a big story on that. It turns out everyone says we did not give them chemical weapons. What we did is gave them information. Like we sort of said, hey, we know you have chemical weapons, and. Uh, 
you don't know this, but the Iranian troops are collecting right here for a big attack, and, you know, if you use those chemical weapons, we might be turning over here and, oh, look at this, a shiny object. So it's not like we gave them chemical weapons. We gave them all the information needed to use them properly. And we knew they were going well, okay, to use even, them. Even if, even know, if I mean, that was true. Yeah, I'm just saying. Even because I've, you know, I've read a lot of stuff that says we gave it to them. But even, even if, even if. Yeah, I'm not saying that we did any go. better. We just, you know, we turn a blind eye, like, oh, you're going to use chemical weapons. Like, I didn't see that. How prove that you used, you know, like, yeah. So I mean, I'm not saying we're yeah. innocent by any means. I'm just. Well, plus, like, it's it's not like it's going to help if they're saying, oh, we'll just we'll just make a few key strikes and blah 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 blah, and it's 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 like a. That stuff hasn't been working for us in the, in the Middle East, you know. We're, we're just going to keep prolonging stuff, and we're going to get in. We're going to be, you know, basically endorsing one side that's probably going to be just as bad. Not only that, but it's like it's fucking bombs, man. It's like you were saying, what's the difference between chemical weapons and killing a bunch of women and kids with bombs? It's not like all those people over there that got hit with those chemical weapons that are still alive are sitting there going, that, that chemical attack really sucked. <coughs> You know the one thing that would make that better, <coughs> getting shocked and awed right now. That would <laughs> that would really improve this whole chemical weapon thing. But yeah, so that's kind of why I, I got into it. And in, in, uh, WorldCan'tWait.net organize organizes a lot of the the, the protests um, against attacking Syria. You know, as, as well as other protests. And so, you know, I decided this would be a good cause to kind of what help out with. You know, what keeps them from looking like a lunatic fringe? What makes them serious? What keeps World Can't Wait? Like, if you see them, are you going to say, well, this looks legitimate? Or are you going to go, oh, it looks like Occupy Wall Street. What about, what about your jokers? How can, I mean, what, what makes them? Oh, yeah, that's, that's ex exactly it, man. They, uh, it's, it's a hell of a lot better put together. I, I mean, they, you know, they, they organize it better. They, they, they're good about staying on topic. That was that was one thing. I mean, the the, the, the Occupy thing I, I went to was pretty small. I mean, you know, I I wasn't here when it was big or whatever. Yeah. I, I'm still going to go to like the the two year um, anniversary. You know, a anniversary. I'm sure there'll be more people there. Maybe I just wandered into Starbucks when like you know weekend shift was working, and you know what I mean, whatever. But like. Yeah, I, I don't know. The the Occupy one, they... Well, they, they were just a joke from the start. They never had a topic. They got shredded on the TV show, The Newsroom. It was fucking hilarious. Talked about what a joke they were, but anyway. Well, uh, they just they needed leadership, man. Yeah. You know, they needed somebody to keep them on point. And, you know, you can't let your message be fuck the cops. Yeah, I know you're mad at them. You know, like, yeah, I, I get that they tear-gassed you and maced you and did fucked up shit. But if you let that become your your message, you're just gonna start looking childish, man. Yeah. So what uh, with world can't wait. Uh, what do you got going on? What's uh, what's your first a big assignment that uh, that they've given you? Well, the thing that I've I've been helping with. I mean, this definitely isn't me alone. But we want to make next Monday, Monday the sixteenth, Pardon Manning Day. So basically, what we want people. But he to just threw for seven touchdowns. No, different Manning. Diff, different Manning. Oh. For those of you who don't remember. Uh, Private Manning. Yeah, the yeah Manning. WikiLeaks now guy, right? Kelsey Manning. Uh, um, that was me getting a, making a joke. Yeah. No, it was, it was good, man. It was, it was good. Yeah, but, no, this, this, this keeps us reminding people what's going on with that. Basically, uh, he, he just got sentenced to – she just got yeah, sentenced. Yeah, he, she, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a tough thing to, to remember, honestly. Like, do, you think it, do you think it would be – 
easier to um, like if he could make up a mind on what gender he wants to be, it'd be easier for people to be sympathetic to him because it's it's that whole distraction thing. It's like private Bradley, wait, Chelsea, man, like well, what the fuck is he? Like, it's, do you think that hard hurts his cause at all? I'm all about like, you know, calling people whatever gender they want to call. It's just, it's hard to remember. Like whenever I meet like a, like a, a, a transsexual for the first time and it's like, Oh, I'm I'm a woman now, you know, and it's like, yeah, okay, I'll call yeah. you she. I'm meeting you as somebody who wants to be called she. But when I've already been calling Manning he for, you know, literally like three years now, it's it's she. It's it's a tough jump to make, and I'm, yeah. I'm all about honoring people's wishes. But it's hard to remember. But I will say well, that mean, makes me want to pardon Manning even more. This whole gender thing, because like, dude, that's gonna be rough doing 35 years in prison with your name Chelsea, man. That's what makes me think he got a really shitty lawyer because that lawyer should have known, should have seen at least one episode of Oz on HBO <laughs> and known like, dude, you should not tell them your name is Chelsea. You don't want to be Chelsea because prison ain't easy for a boy named Chelsea. Okay. Is he, is he, maybe he tried to do it like, uh, I want to be a woman now so that he could go to women's prison and then he could be top dog. Even though I would, I mean women's prison i'd still be the bitch in a woman's prison i'm sure there are women prisoners that could kick the shit out of me yeah but see no i mean that that's that's the thing i i would much rather if if they would switch transgender people if i if i go to go to prison for murder i'll i'll get a sex change like that because i would much rather be <laughs> a lesbian in a female prison than a, a a straight guy in a male prison that's just you know that's a glass is half full kind of problem man I think that's just a glasses broken problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, e either way, because and like, dude, I would even get like a prison sex change job, like, like you know how they got like just cheap prison tasks. I would get like a prison sex change job to where like, yeah, it wouldn't be as good. But for those of you who don't know, basically what they do is they take your parts and they, yeah, they chop them up and they mold them into the other parts, right? I would, I would have a make mine look like a vagina on the outside, but inside. I would be smuggling my own penis, right? So once I get in there, I can just like take it out and staple it together, chewing gum, whatever, you know, and then I have Duct the tape. only dick in a female prison. Many great pornos have, have been made about that, you know? I think I think we're writing a script for our first porn, yeah. not the one starring yeah. you and I, but the one we produce and direct. You know the, but I, my overall point was, yeah, we're do you think it would topic. be easier? Well, no, thing. no. I'm saying, uh, do you think it would be easier for the public, not you and I, who are can be more, I want to say, open-minded, progressive, see problems a different way, but just you know, Johnny Q fucking six-pack. Do you think it'd be easier for that person to understand what was going on? Because like. Whoa, that Manning's a woman now. What the fucking uh, fucking homo, whatever. You know, like, do you think it'd be easier for public perception? I don't. I don't think so because I think that uh, anybody who's who's really been following this kind of knows what's going on. And as far as people getting turned off by the fact that you know he's 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 a transgender person and, and, and wants to be a woman and stuff, I don't think that we were gonna get a whole lot of the. God hates fags. People on board with this anyway. Like I don't think that. No, I'm not even saying might. God hates fag. I'm just saying like just your average person that might get confused that doesn't pay attention but would generally be sympathetic. I mean, it's just a distractionary yeah. issue. It's something that can confuse them. Like, 
you know, like, oh, that's that guy that did leaks. Well, throw him in prison. Well, it's a she. Well, what the fuck? And then they want to talk. Like, we just did it. We just literally transitioned into talking about gender instead of talking about the issue because it's so easy to get distracted by. So imagine someone that doesn't follow politics really getting distracted and confused by it. But anyway, uh, we're running over time. So on Monday, you're holding a, a, a rally or a protest? What are you uh, well, doing it's, for, it's, for it's an online Manning? thing. We're, we're going to have links to sign the petition. And, and what we want to do is we want people to commit not only to sign the White House petition, but to get five other people to sign. Uh, it's Pardon Manning Day. Uh, you know, ha- hashtag Pardon Manning. And then, and then we, we're going to have another hashtag, one plus five for Manning. And basically, with since it's it's kind of like uh, to keep the movement going. You know, not only are you going to sign, but you're going to get five other people to sign it, and so that that'll help us get the numbers we need to get the the, the president to address it. Because I I think even if if he's not going to listen and not going to pardon, he should at least have to talk about this. You know, like they're just ignoring the fact that with what was that that Lindy England. She only did like 521 days. Okay, Manning has already yeah. done over 12. If people don't understand, uh, quick, Lydia, she was the one in the the Abu Ghraib photo. Is that correct? She yeah, the one yeah, that, yeah. The, the one from, that, from uh, Abu Ghraib. You know, holding the the guns in her, not her guns, her fingers as guns. Like, hey, check it out. Well, yeah, and like dragging inmates. guys around on leashes. Yeah. And, and, Posing with the I just don't know party. how many people will remember that. Okay. I just wanted to, to jump in. Yeah, and not good tell call. People. Good call. And see, the thing is, is like, I I realize that that uh, Manning fucked up too in in releasing like all those documents because people would say, oh well, he didn't just release uh, you know the war crimes and stuff Pertinent like that. Information. He, yeah, yeah. Like he he released like you know informant names and stuff like that. But the, the thing is, is they haven't been able to point to anybody who's been directly killed because of this. And so really, you know, all, all he did was kind of undermine the, the war effort in Afghanistan, made, made the, the government kind of weak at, at, at keeping secrets and stuff like that. And, and the Taliban was able to say things like, oh, well, look, the, the U.S. can't protect you and stuff like that. And it's like, I get that aspect of it, but is that worth 30, 35 years for one thing? And also, you know, what's another thing that, that makes it look like, oh, the government can't protect you. The fact that the government's going on TV and saying we're pulling out of there in 2014 anyway. So that right there is is hurting their ability to claim that they can protect people there for, for being informants. Then, you know, the Taliban claiming that, oh, we can't keep the right. informant name secret. You, you know, I mean, them being able to say they're leaving next year anyway, so we'll fucking get you sooner or later. That's a hell of a lot more, but he's going to serve 35 years for that, and that's bullshit. I'm not saying he didn't fuck up in releasing a lot of the things that he did, okay? What I'm saying is that is not worth 35 years. He's already done over three years in confinement. I think the right thing to do is call it time served and give him a pardon now, and I think we should sign that petition because this is uh, unjust and inhumane. People that have been convicted for committing actual I think we should pardon him, and we'll give you guys a link to do that. Yeah, get get you know, sign a petition and get five other people to do it too. We need to get the numbers. You cut out when you said people with actual war crimes, but I think it, it came back so fast people will understand what you said. If I'm going to give one uh, final piece of advice to uh, your organization, uh, and then we'll sign off. If you really want to drive people to your site to sign that petition, 
uh, marry it to a petition to keep Ben Affleck from playing Batman. You will get uh, hundreds of thousands of, of signatures, more so than if you ask them to get politically involved. All right, Jake, good talking to you. All right, yeah. Good talking to you. Thanks for listening, everyone. If you hate uh, Jake's point of view on uh, Manning, write us and tell us. If you like Jake's point of view on Manning, write us and tell us. If you hate either of our points of view on prostitutes and strippers, write us and tell us. Basically, write us and tell us. Go sign a petition. Get five others to do it, too. One plus five. There you go. All right, kids. See you next week.